Welcome to Erotic Stories with Duchess Kashmir here inside the Kashmir Room. Now please be advised that my stories are of an explicit sexual nature. They're intended for a mature audience only. So if you ain't grown, get the hell on. This podcast is not safe for work, but perfect for pillow talk with your favorite lover. So come, come inside the cashmere room and let the Duchess show you the way. Hello, lovers. (laughs) Happy summer. Welcome back inside the cashmere room. I see people all on my social media. They're getting out. They're taking flights. They're getting, how you say, vexed and waxed (laughs) and getting back into the swing of things. And I say, good for you. Get back to life travel, fuck, drink, dance, subscribe to the Cashmere Room Patreon. You heard that right. The Cashmere Room has a Patreon page and you can join today while you're listening to this podcast. We have three tiers. I call them poems, monologues, and sermons. Cause you know I'm the pussy preacher, right? You need to check me out on Patreon backslash The Cashmere Room. Ooh. So now that you're getting all subscribed and stuff, you can check out my exclusive Patreon podcast. It's called Pillow Talk with Deuce and Duchess. It's a intimate afterglow conversation between me and my mister. We chop it up about everything from parenting to blurred culture and especially kink and BDSM. And after we chat, you get a glimpse behind the veil and hear exactly how it goes down in the cashmere room. At the sermons level, you'll get to experience all those classic cashmere room stories in their truest form authentic griot style and oh baby the tea is piping hot you know you need to get on this pony now back to the matters at hand i know you came for a story so let's get into it Once upon a time, I was a side chick. Not to name names, but to set a precedent. I didn't have no patience for too many boyfriends. And no matter what kind of relationship you have, it takes patience to deal with another human 24-7. And I understand that as a human, I require pleasure. 
and I have a preference for sexual pleasure. During my adult years, I did the math. I've been single for longer than I've been partnered. And even though I was single most of the time, I've never gone a few weeks without sex, except for during illnesses, you know? In my 20s, I fucked two or three times, two or three guys a day. I kept some dick around, always. Quality dick, you know? I fucked some guys that a lot of females wish they could have fucked. I had some dick one time. Me and some bitches was sitting around in the room having girl talk, you know, kicking and drinking and shit. They was just bragging, going on and on and on about how good this nigga dick was. Not knowing that I fucked that nigga too. Bitch, the dick was trash and it was small, okay? It was a twofer. I got tickled and choked on the weed smoke. I had to pretend like I was a lightweight. Back then, you know, I looked like a tomboy. So, you know, low hair fade, low low fade haircut, and I was fat. So, the gamma ray type girls didn't blink twice at me. Little did they know that I was wearing red G-strings at all of them windsuits I had. Even just 10 years ago, I was single. And I had about four men in sexual rotation at one time. And all four of them were in quote unquote monogamous relationships. So you see, the Duchess has been about this life. Still about this life. This lifestyle life. Swingers, kinky, LGBTQ, BDSM, polyamory. Oh baby. The Duchess does the things. I take my pleasure very seriously. Mm. I take my sexual pleasure very seriously. I learned that from my uncles. See, I have a male-dominated family. I have 10 uncles and two aunts, so there was always Lots of good masculine energy around. At an early age, I discovered that there's no greater source of game than a room full of black uncles. Don't get me wrong. Aunties are the shit. Hey, auntie. I am an auntie, okay? I got like 10, 12 nieces and nephews. But uncles? That's a whole nother level of realness. My uncles talked at great length about the importance of good punani, okay? And all the things that they did to get and keep good coochie. And if she ain't giving up that good pussy right, then cheat on her or kick her motherfucking ass to the curb. Men always take their pleasure seriously, and so do I. I never understood women who could withhold sex out of anger to control their men's attitudes. Shit. My pussy be on hard, like, bitch, give me some dick. Bitch, I said, give me some dick, like Audrey too around this motherfucker. So I can't do that. I like 
sexual, orgasmic pleasure. So let's get into it. Another fornication fairy tale from Duchess Kashmir, the griot erotica, the pussy preacher, the lascivious lecturer, serving milf monologues like you've never heard before. You know I come to serve the tea. Artistically nasty. So let me give you a sip with episode number 20, Shotguns in the Sex Room, okay? There once was Chips. He was one of my favorite lovers. He was the dishwasher at this restaurant, and I waited tables. He had a very large stature. Not fat, but big and tall. He was a size 14 shoe. Get into it. And he had a real city, country, Memphis swag. Time about pressure world. You know what I'm saying? Time about pimp tight ball head like Isaac Hayes. He was real smooth. His uniform was always dry cleaned. Washing dishes, okay? He was always calling me ma'am and shit and you know that's my trigger. He was very charismatic and shit. You know the Duchess is fast. Slick as jail. He started flirting with me and I started flirting with him. And before you know it, we was making out in the linen closet before every shift. He often, <laughs> he often fingered me in the walk-in cooler in between tables. Sent me back to the floor with a smile on my face. Attitude, real saucy. We had quite the workplace affair. And everything was, you know, on the low. We didn't have too many people in our business. One night after work, I offered the whole crew to my house to smoke out, you know. One thing about service industry people, we need to kick back and wind down after a night of kissing y'all stinking needy asses for eight hours a day. Be kind to your servers, people. I was in the kitchen making drinks for my people. They were sitting on the back porch and Chips came in the front door. He walked straight over to me to help me. And he opened the refrigerator door. We were standing there and he stood towering over me. Gently placed his finger under my chin and kissed me. It was different because this wasn't the linen closet. Like, this was my house in my kitchen. So it was very close to home. My body reacted instantly. And he put his hand on the back of my neck and caressed the nape of my neck. And he slipped his tongue in and out of my mouth and drew in my breath. <gasps> he kissed me down my down my cheek and down my neck and dipped me back further 
his massive stature held up all of my weight and I just became <laughs> limp, you know, in his arms. I caressed his bald head with both of my hands and then I pushed myself out of his arms. And breathing deeply, I declared that when they get done with this round of drinks, the party is over. They're going home and I'm fucking you tonight. Yes, ma'am, he said. He grabbed all six beers in one hand and went out the back door to rejoin the festivities. I announced to the crew that this was the last round because mother had company coming over. Chips packed a farewell bowl. He took the green hit and he looked at me and winked his eye and I knew exactly what he wanted. I put my lips directly up to his so he could blow the shotgun smoke directly into my mouth and I sucked in the smoke quickly. We didn't kiss, but our lips was touching right there in front of everybody. The whole crew clapped and jeered at us. And they was like, oh, company might get bumped. Company might get bumped. Oh, that was sexy, Miss Duchess. And I was like, whatever, at them, you know, trying to play it off. But it was definitely a moment. And I was very blushed. My pussy was wet. Eventually, you know, they started heading out and Chips offered to take out the garbage. And so by the time he walked around the apartment complex with the garbage and came back, everybody was gone. We transitioned from the back porch to the bedroom. I gathered up some loungewear and scurried off to the bathroom. I took a horse bath in the sink and then I rubbed a little honeysuckle oil on my loose titties. I changed into a simple men's A-style tank top and white crotchless panties. I came back in the bedroom and he was hitting the weed and he choked all on the smoke and of course I jonesed him. I was like, hey, you need a drink or something, bro? And he was like, damn. I didn't know you looked like all of that under your uniform. And I was like, well, you know, a lady needs to have a little mystery. And he said, let me use your bathroom right quick. And he sidestepped me quickly and grabbed my ass on his way out the door. And while he was no doubtably wrenching his balls off in my sink, I was turning back the covers. My vibrator was still in my bed from that morning's self-love ritual. I grabbed a few condoms from the stash and put them on the nightstand. I put the vibrator on the headboard as to let him know that I'm serious about my pleasure. And if you don't get the job done, I will, right in front of you, no less. My heart was racing, you know? Anytime you take on a new lover, it's exciting. I took a swig of wine. I braced myself, cause you know, I knew his dick was big. I felt it plenty of times in the closet, but could he work it? 
the attraction was definitely there. We had been making out like teenagers for weeks now, but tonight is the night where, you know, the rubber meets the road, quite literally. I turn on the TV and put it on the music video channel. Old school, down south, gangster rap. Y'all know that's my safe space. He came back in the room wearing only boxer briefs. My favorite. I was sitting crisscross style in the center of my California King style bed. He crawled in bed with me and we just looked at each other. No uniform, no workplace politics, no kitchen smoke, no dishwater steam, no customers, no co-workers, just flesh. Brown skin to brown skin, hand to hand, cheek to cheek. He, he touched my arms and shoulders, ran his fingers down my back and gave me the sparkles. His hand ran along my curves like a race car, around my ass and down my hips and thighs. We shotgunned an L back and forth and asked all the sex questions. You know, how do you want it? How does it feel? It's time. We're about to fuck. He leaned back to rub my calves and feet. He sucked my toes and I squirmed with glee. He kissed all the way up my legs along my inner thighs and stopped to suck and lick and bite the bend of my knee and my inner thigh fascia, quickly bringing me to orgasm. Before he even took my panties off, he talked a lot of he talked a lot of sweet shit to me. Words of affirmation, which I wasn't used to because I was single. He took my titties out of my tank top and held them high in his hand and he sucked them both at the same time. And I patted his head and cupped his face. He eased his hand inside my crotchless panties to stroke my already liquefied pussy lips. He took well advantage of his long arms and strength and he restrained my movements and held me tight. He sucked on my titties and fingered my pussy until I came in the palm of his hand and he licked off my squirt like collard greens and cornbread. Then he made his way down to eat my pussy. You might could say he drank me dry. I could hear him gulp as the orgasms pushed out my amarita. But luckily for him, I am a sex goddess and I keep some lube on the nightstand. And it was cool when he eased up and 
patted my pussy gently dry. He squirted on the lube. And then he put a few drops on the tip of his dick before he tried to put the condom on. Keyword there is try to put the condom on. I was not ready for his size. He had the biggest dick I had ever seen in my whole life. He broke two condoms trying to put the condom on. Eventually, he rambled in his pants and pulled a magnum from his pocket. We locked eyes and I gave him the head nod. I gave him the head nod and I whispered yes. And he said, he said, are you sure? I raised up on my elbows to kiss him eagerly. I drew his breath into my mouth. Yes. 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 I felt the head of his dick peak my vaginal wall. My vaginal walls and it, it was big. Yes, I whispered to him softly as he, yes, he pushed his dick, yes, inside, he pushed his dick inside my pussy, yes, slowly, softly, I said yes, I said give it to me, give give it all to me, yes, he slipped his right arm under the small of my back, yes. And with his left hand, he grabbed a a handful of my hair, yes. And he began to stroke my pussy softly, yes. Intensely, yes. And firmly, yes. And gradually stronger, yes. Deeper, yes. And harder, yes. And faster, yes. And my pussy was getting wetter, yes. And (laughs) wetter, yes. And the Duchess was well pleased. (sighs) Right here. (sighs) Right here inside the cashmere room. (sighs) Yes. (sighs) What an experience. As you know that um, telling the stories is my favorite part. It is very um, emotional to tell the story so thank you thank you so much for joining me here tonight i hope i hope that my story ignites your imagination to try something new with your favorite lover today please help me grow my podcast by subscribing to my patreon page so you can have access to my exclusive Patreon podcast, Pillow Talk with Deuce and Duchess. Oh, honey, the tea is piping hot. And you know, podcasting is a labor of love, but it is also something that I'm trying to build my future on. 
I see a cashmere room book. I see a cashmere room show. I would love to have a cashmere room experience in a city near you. And so these things take funding. And if my art feeds your soul, then share your gift with me. Don't forget that you can catch me every Wednesday night on the Casey at Night Show for Tea Time with Duchess Cashmere. And you can also catch me every Thursday on Full Swap Radio at 1.30 p.m. I call it the Afternoon Delight. And then again at 9 p.m. for the Quiet Storms. Or you can hear the most recent and also some of the classic Cashmere Room episodes that you love or maybe you just started listening to the Cashmere Room episodes and you should go check out There Was No Porn or um, Lust in the Library or Ooh, My Favorite. Y'all know my favorite is Sadistic Wet Dreams. So you can do all of that from uh, YouTube, watching Duchess Does the Things on Casey Carter, Full Swap Radio, and always you can follow Duchess Cashmere on Instagram at Duchess underscore Cashmere and at The Cashmere Room. And you can follow me on Twitter at Duchess Cashmere. Once again, thank you for joining me here tonight inside the Cashmere Room. I am Duchess Cashmere, the griot erotica, the pussy preacher, the milf monologuer, the lascivious lecturer. And always remember, more orgasms, more peace. Do-do-do-do-do-do.